Fake Safety Podcast with Vance and Bart. good day or good night or whatever you want to call it we've both been uh, burning the candle at both ends work related stuff so i want to talk to my friend bart at the the other end of this mic and just ask you um are you doing anything to prepare for safe food shortages increased gas diesel fuel costs, energy problems. Uh, I know you're up, you're pretty good with diversifying financially. Uh, so I think we'll get at, we're not really going to jump on that. We've talked about that plenty. Um, but like growing food or uh, just getting a freezer to store extra food. Have you done any of these things? So, yes and no. Uh, I have to admit, I've actually been pretty bad about it for myself because you're right about the financial piece. I've definitely seen where all this is headed. I've definitely seen the shortages happening. I've invested in some of those right places, sort of buy all the way down kind of thing. But I think (laughs) as... uh, ironic as it might be, I've probably spent a lot more time telling people to stock up than I've actually spent doing my own stocking. Mm -hmm. So the reason why I bring this up is because I realized that I was doing the same thing. Uh, Was it a few weeks back, maybe a month back, about the time you start planting, planting uh, in Georgia? Um, I realized I hadn't really prepped for increasing my, my farmable crops for the food shortages that I've been talking about that are coming and basically just jumped on in on a weekend and got it done. But the fact that I did, I waited that long knowing that there were shortages in material and maybe I couldn't have got something I needed. I was able to do it, but like that was dumb on my part considering how much I, how much time I spend foreseeing, you know, researching, uh, foreseeing this, these problems coming. Uh, and I felt like, um, I was dropping the ball on me and my family and maybe spending too much time learning. I know as a libertarian, us autistic libertarians, we love learning. So sometimes we spend more time learning the next thing than acting on the things that we just learned. Well, it's a little bit of the novelty thing, right? Is once we feel like we've got a pretty good grasp on something. We're like, okay, cool. 
now I can distill this down for all my family and friends and give them the TLDR and I can go learn the next thing. But we forget to apply that first thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it. See you guys. <laughs> well, it's it's you, you brought up the finance thing and I'll just touch on that one again is I'll I'll say this just for myself and my family is is we have done the things to mitigate risk from a financial perspective and diversifying not only within let's say the US dollar but outside of that as well mm -hmm. but if there are moments however brief where those bits of currency aren't actually worth really anything practically that won't really do anything for us in the short term so and and when i say short term you know i mean if we get to a place where it's 24 months of something because if there's one thing i have learned it's that two weeks to slow the spread can turn into 24 or 36 months so how long will it be until uh, I'm able to access certain funds or certain things that I need access to or am able to even go to a place where I can exchange goods mm -hmm. because let's say I have done all the right things and I've said hey I've, I've got everything. It's not backed by an individual currency. I've diversified that way and I can, you know, barter or pay and some thing that I've collected with. If I'm shut off from some side of the world, even just down the street, I can't trade them for anything if I can't physically exchange it. So what I have on me is what I have. And I hate to say, if I found myself in that situation tomorrow, I would probably be in pretty bad shape. Yeah. And I think uh, a lot of us have that same problem. Um, so, are we doing a prepping episode? Uh, it does sound like that, but it, but I, I don't want to go too Discovery Channel on it. Right. Um. Yeah, like I was saying, it's it's really not about any silly um, things like zombie apocalypses and things like that. What we're talking about here is real world problems. We've seen it happen with hyperinflation in modern countries. We see what happens to the people. We see their struggle to get goods and things like that um having some sort of sustainable food source is something that you can work on fairly cheaply right now um and i know like like i i live my primary residence is a neighborhood with an hoa small yard but i'm still growing Let's just be specific, though, for the DEA who's listening. Yeah. He doesn't mean he's growing. Oh, right. Yeah. N not not here. 
maybe not one there, of my not in, everywhere maybe in some other property under a different alias um we have to have a tree in our front and backyard it's like the the city i live in it's the rule right why can't these be fruit bearing trees they're not or they weren't when i moved in but like i cut them down i put fruit bearing trees there so now that's a food source I think it is worth pausing, though, and just acknowledging the irony here. I don't know if we've ever brought this up on the show before, but a a very outspoken ANCAP being subject to an HOA, I think we all have to admit, is hilarious. <laughs> well, HOAs are, uh, are beneficial in their own way, certain ones. And they're voluntary. And they're voluntary. And I like ours. For I wouldn't want this to be my only property. Because there are things that I like to do that I can't do here. But to raise the kids with the amenities and like all that stuff, it's, it's actually uh, it's quite nice. I like it. So, laugh at me if you want to, but I have a pretty good HOA and very fairly priced. And I don't let them get away with shit. <laughs> I give them a hard, everything that I disagree with them that they do, I, uh, I let them know. And because it's a neighborhood and there's not that many people, I'm not drowned out in of sea of voices you know what I mean it's a lot closer to home well to try and lean into some of our communal fellows mm -hmm. is the HOA a good network for starting some of those conversations and I, I, I don't even mean just spreading the news like we have been while ignoring our own, but I mean, even using it as a way to light a fire under our own execution of these things, like saying, Hey, I'm going to hold myself accountable to grow this for the neighborhood. I would, well, would you uh, hold we are doing to? that. We are doing that to an extent we have made a plotted out a piece of property to turn into a, neighborhood farm hmm. for the like that's that's something that's in the works here so like you could have access to that uh do i recommend you growing not growing on your property but just growing there i would say no because it's like if shit hits the fan people are gonna take the the free your vegetables you know what i mean but um, wait, does your HOA not have farm security? <laughs> I don't think so. It's not part of our deal. We have, uh, unfortunately, we put up tag readers, but I'm working on getting that taken out. It won't be much longer. 
and they'll be out. So the lesson here is if you are in the middle of a move, the first question you should ask your HOA is farm security? Farm security. That's right. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, so I think the, the big thing is you know, just try to start um, growing something or you know, replace your trees with fruit bearing trees, just some way of getting some sort of food. Um, uh, buy a freezer, learn to can. I mean, there's things that you can use YouTube for that still work, or you can always go over to Odyssey, you know, um, <clears throat> learn to can, learn to pickle. We were talking about that pre and during the pre-show that only our subscribers were a bit, uh, able to listen to. We were giving a lot of uh, pickling advice. <laughs> it, well, it is funny because I'm giving away all of my wife's pickling advice in the pre-show, but she's not actually a paid subscriber, so she isn't getting any of that before the show. She's just <laughs> getting what makes it to the, the feed. Oh, Cool. But then again, she doesn't need the advice because it's coming from her. It's coming straight from her. So jump on that and uh, become a fake safety pickler. Please. Uh, learn to 3D print. That's something that we are actively um, working on. Uh, some sort of training program for people. Um, so hopefully we'll be skills. able to start pickling and 3d print pickles. There you go. <laughs> you can 3d print all these cool storage place things for Mason jars. Oh, for your beautiful pantry. Keep it nice and organized. Just a screw top connector for literally anything. <laughs> yeah. Uh, net fruit fly traps. Oh, man, you can turn your empty water bottles into fruit fly trap killers. It's great. Great. 3D printers. Think of the future. And next month, uh, Vin Win, fingers crossed, is going to be releasing the. Uh, file on 3D printing your own MP5. And I have seen people, you know, he has let use the file, uh, their prints, and really cool, man. You're talking about an MP5 style HP. paperweight. <laughs> right. That is lighter than the sub MP5. And it's a full size. Um, and I mean, it seems to work just fine. <laughs> Great, actually. So uh, people seem to like it better than their $3,000 MP5. And they're getting out of it with $900 worth of gun parts. 
I am glad you said gun because I think my fellow tech nerds out there might have been thinking that's MPEG layer five. And they're thinking, <laughs> wait, we've got MP3s, we've got MP4s. What is this? <laughs> uh, so for all of you who are following along, this is defense. Yes, this is. This, this is, is farm security that you can print yourself. Uh, right, exactly. So when he releases this, go donate to him. And uh, I mean, you can get the file. He releases it for free. But I mean, he does. He he designs all these amazing things. And if you're getting them from him, I think that he deserves something. And so. we can we can link to that in the show notes, actually, I think. Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, we can link to his, like, a Patreon or what, you know, his payment source. We can't link to the files or where to get the files because... No, but I have to imagine if we point you to how you can send him a buck or two, he would likely respond with some sort of file yeah it's amazing actually you just kind of when you give him money your brain automatically has this little uh address it just pops into your brain it's magic internet magic <laughs> and you can you'll find the files <laughs> just saying um good guy good guy done a lot for us um and don't forget hoffman tactical he's still doing his thing and uh he's i believe that rare breed dropped their lawsuit against now i haven't confirmed this but uh i, th I think that's what happened so that's good news albeit fake news but good news yeah, if if uh yeah, I heard it on something, but I never tried to confirm it. So I'll try to confirm that. But if they did, thank you, fake safety listeners, for going to Rare Breed and giving them a hard time online. I'm gonna go ahead and say we did that. And if they didn't drop the lawsuit, we'll just edit this out. <laughs> but I believe that they did. So way to go, fake community. Yeah. I know I gave them a hard time. Um so 3D printing is a great thing to do because you can print replacement parts for things that you never thought you know you would need replacement parts for until you were like, oh, shit, my bookshelf broke and I went to the store and they don't have another one. You know? Or because of things like that, this 3D printing thing has become more useful. So maybe you should get into it. And the cool thing is, is like the, the poly, the plastics have become, just in the time that I've been doing it, have advanced so far that... There's a, a PLA 
that can be printed with the cheapest, crappiest 3D printer. That plastic that they're is strong enough now. They're making fake limbs out of it. People are 3D printing art artificial limbs for and using them. Their own designs. And when I first started printing, PLA was just brittle. With all of this prepping going on, I, I know a big takeaway here is we sometimes do a great job of being evangelical and spreading the news, but we sometimes forget to heed our own advice. The other side of that, though, is if we heed our advice so much and stress ourselves out by a lot of this doom and gloom, we mm -hmm. could probably go the other way too, right? Is it is it not worth mentioning that you shouldn't overdo it? Because there is a reason that the the preppers and the tinfoil hat folks get the reputation they do because they've taken it so far the other way. They're yeah. just all doom and gloom and they think the world is over today and all the media and content that you take in is just too much. And I don't want to knock their their choices and what they're doing, but I I also understand that most people aren't going to get there. Uh, and if you're, if we're sitting here telling you that you that's where you got to go to be safe, you're just not going to do any of it. All we're saying is, you know, plant a tomato plant or, you know, something. Just start somewhere. You might like it. Um, but you also, mental health is a big thing. Uh, you have to realize that it's getting to you when you are learning it and especially when you learn it like okay you learn it on a like a scholarly level and then you go to um your popular news and follow that too it it gets it gets um disheartening maybe I don't I don't know the right word to say um but it 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 became too much for me I had to this week I just had to take a break I haven't really done the Twitter thing or if you were following the fake safety Twitter you'll notice it got quite slow it's just a it's it's a self-preservation thing that we all should do every once in a while when we feel a little overwhelmed by the state. Uh, one way to get it out of your life is to just not, just ignore it for a little bit. It's, I know it's hard to do every time you flush the toilet, the amount of water. It's, you, you know, But you also don't have to sit here and watch the craziness online or have the 24-hour news network up on your tv all the time you can you can look away for a little bit it's all going to be shit when you turn it back on just like it's shit now so well and it's hard there's a lot of cognitive dissonance <clears throat> because 
it's a lot easier to just take the narrative you're given and just live your life that way. That is objectively an easier way to live. You are objectively going to have a harder time reconciling what is versus what you're told it is. Mm -hmm. So that can give the best of us a hard time. So I know everyone's putting in the the hours and fighting the good fight, but you have to take care of yourself. And like you mentioned at the top of the episode here, you and I have both done a lot of work and a lot of travel recently. Mm-hmm. And at the very start of the flight, when they do the safety briefing, they tell you for good reason to make sure you have secured your oxygen mask before helping others. Mm -hmm. So it's not selfish and it's not unreasonable for you to take some time for yourself and collect because even if you're only motivated by how much you can help others, you can help others infinitely more by helping yourself. Oh, absolutely. And when somebody sees you doing it and talking about it, it means more. So I know you, I haven't, you guys, most of our listeners haven't been to my house for a barbecue yet, but when I, the next one I put on for all our listeners, uh, you know, you'll see what I've done. You'll see my tomato plant. <laughs> Just one tomato plant. <laughs> no, uh, I mean, it's tough. It, it's tough to... Uh, it's, it's, you feel like you're working backwards because you're like, oh, if we have a working economy a natural economy, something that's not, you know, artificially manipulated. I shouldn't have to plant a fucking tomato plant. My time is best spent doing X, Y, or Z, you know. I'm not a farmer. I. It's much more efficient for the entire world if I focus on the things that I'm good at or that I want to do and buy my tomatoes from farmers. But you can't count on that because it is artificially manipulated. And the farming industry in America is one of the most government manipulated industries. So, Oh, I'm, I mean, again, for my like finance nerds, If you're looking at futures and commodities and the way stock is moving around some of these things, if I just say the word corn, that will spawn outside of the new metal community a very long discussion. (laughs) Louis J. Gomez is going to love that joke. Uh, that was for you, Lewis. 
Uh, I mean, you're right. I mean, we, we, we're burning it, more of it in our cars now. Um, and we're, we're going to have a shortage of corn to eat. And those little decorations in fall. We're not going to have enough of those either. You know, the multicolored corn. Where the fuck do you get that? I don't know if this is politically correct, but is that Indian corn? <laughs> I don't know. And if it is, are we allowed to say it? <laughs> Didn't they just pass the don't say Indian corn bill? <laughs> I think they did. I think they did. Thank God <laughs> neither of us are in Florida. <laughs> now there's only people paying for these billboards that just say Indian corn on them. <laughs> That's big, the free market at work. <laughs> big black black and white letters. There's <laughs> some purple haired lady out, outside just screaming Indian corn. And the guy's like, uh, did you see anything about Indian corn in the thing we just passed? No. Maybe she's not talking to us. Because it's kind of how the way the gay bill went. <laughs> that is about how far removed it is, right? A bill <laughs> right. probably goes through that subsidizes corn in order to make corn syrup. There's like a whole ethanol piece. But then they very specifically say it's about a certain type of corn. And one of those corn types is... Indian corn, which is excluded, and they take that to mean that you can't say Indian corn. <laughs> That's about as close to the don't say gay bill as it gets because that whole thing is just so far off. No one's <laughs> read that bill. I mean, I mean, except for the people making jokes about it. But. And I love how the credible news networks will say, or the so-called credible, they'll say the popularly named or the so-called named don't say gay bill. They won't say the don't say gay bill. They say like, they basically say somebody else is calling it that, but they don't call it anything but that. You know what I mean? Uh, so that way they don't look like they're being the, the perpetrators of it, but they're perpetrating it, you know? It's That's just... a great way to skate around what I believe to be a very litigious society because all you have to do is instead of saying something about someone, you can just say alleged rapist, Bill Gates. Right. Because if even one person has alleged he is in fact a rapist which they have mm -hmm. so what I'm saying is accurate I can just use that as his preface every time I mention him he's also a lizard Bill Gates who some have called a lizard <laughs> and and I'll, I'll give this I'll give this alternative path to the folks who are fortunate enough to not be within the mainstream narrative and 
are successfully out of the loop in ways. I think it's also worth noting that even folks that share your opinions and share your values can still weigh on your mental health. It's like the point that you made earlier. If the expectation is that you have acres and acres of vegetation to be self-sufficient, the distance between zero and that is so big that folks will never start. So by that same nature, I would say it's not just about comparing reality to the news. It's also comparing your reality to someone else's reality. Just because someone else is doing acres and acres and has years of things prepped in their cellar and is way ahead in whatever journey that is, it doesn't mean you can't plant your first tomato plant today. It doesn't mean you can't start your first pickle today. Yeah. These are all useful tools, knowing how to plant by practicing now instead of like when your family needs that tomato to make it through the month or whatever, you know, it's, that's not a good time to make your mistakes. So go ahead and make a mis- kill a tomato plant or make a shitty pickle. I mean, now's the time to learn before you need it to keep your family alive. And best case scenario, you never need it to keep your family alive. You've made financial decisions that are going to keep you out of that problem. But there's going to be a lot of people who don't get out of that problem and you're not going to have the finances to help them. But if you know how to grow tomatoes, you might be able to help them learn to grow tomatoes. So, which in turn might, which in turn might mean that they can help you grow something. Right. Or they just are able to survive and end up having one of their kids ends up inventing something that makes this whole world a lot more wealthy. That's the beauty of liberty is if you find a way to make yourself more free and make your neighbor more free, the world just gets better and better off. It just, yeah, it just gets better. Like, I mean, there's a reason why there's robbery and theft in places that don't have enough resources. And it's because people feel the only way to get what they need is to take it from others because it's the only place they see the resources. Um, when you make it to where your poor parts of town are doing really well, it, when it's not so bad to be in the poor part of town, like that's that's what we're working for. We're this whole equality and shit is stupid. It it needs to be 
we just need to move forward in society. We need to just keep making the standard of living go up because eventually it'll be if we if we move back towards the free market, it'll get to a place where I mean, we've already moved so far in this world in just the last hundred years. Why why are we stopping? people don't steal when resources are abundant have you ever seen a Georgian steal pollen not once I rest my case but there's a situation somewhere in the world where I guarantee you there's there's a situation where getting plant pollen is a is a valuable thing is is something that's hard to do i'm sure there's a place but um not here not in georgia <laughs> you know um in fact you can see it when i climb my tower in the mornings when the sun's up now the sun's coming up so early and they're having me come in late or Sometimes late the day before, um, in the sun's up, you can see when it's about 80 feet when you break the line of the pollen or like the wind level. So the pollen stays below it. So you, you can see that blanket, you know? So in your seat, it is scarce. Right, yeah, it's so. I haven't had allergies for that long, so they're new to me, and they really. I should have been more sympathetic or empathetic, because it sucks to have allergies. It sucks bad, now that I have them. I hit forty, and so many more things can kill me now. Carrots. That's something I'm not growing. Raw carrots. Throat closes up. I can't breathe. <laughs> well, I mean, you've circled all the way back around, right? Local honey, which I know the jury's technically still out on this, but <laughs> most folks would believe and agree that it actually helps with allergies quite a bit. So, yeah, plant why your aren't bees. You why aren't you planting bees? <laughs> Am I doing this right? <laughs> it's like burying them. <laughs> so plant your bees, plant your nachos. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I would love to do bees, but I don't think the HOA would like that. The question isn't whether they like it or not. The question is whether they have a policy addressing it. I don't think they do, but I could see a reasonable complaint being made. that My daughter is allergic to bees and you have a whole beehive 12 feet from the sidewalk. And I'd be like, it's my property. And I'd be like... But your complaint is totally reasonable. (laughs) 
my son is allergic to busybodies. So, <laughs> walk on the other sidewalk, asshole. <laughs> that Vance can't live in an HOA. <laughs>